Greetings and peace upon you, friends. Thank you for joining me today on the God Minute, Breaking Open the Word. If some of you are just listening through our app, just to know that on Sundays we always do a video. And what you're listening to is just the audio portion of the video. So if you want to get more out of it, go to our app blog and you can watch the video there or our or our YouTube channel. <laughs> it's hard to say. Anyway, folks, thanks for joining me. 32nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Gospel today is from the 12th chapter of Mark called The Widow's Offering. Jesus sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and she put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Jesus called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen indeed. So, folks, the message of this Gospel, give everything you have to us at the Godman. <laughs> no, the message of the Gospel, we'll get there. But let me tell you, one of the things I enjoy doing for relaxation and enjoyment is going to the movies. Do you like that? You go, um, you can watch it on TV now, but the movies, I don't know, there's something about it, especially now that most theaters have those huge, comfy recliners and huge screens and they serve cocktails and buffalo wings while you're watching the movie. What's not to love? <laughs> I just saw the new James Bond movie, very good. Dune, awesome, a little long, but awesome. <laughs> but my favorite kind of movies to watch are the kind where, where the protagonist, the main character, someone triumphs at something despite all odds. You know, kind of a, like a rags to riches story. The, you know, he overcomes seemingly insurmountable obstacles to triumph in the end and success. We've seen, you've seen them. You know, St. Ralph, Chariots of Fire. One I just saw recently was called, it's an older film, it's called Rudy, R-U-D-Y. It's about a kid at Notre Dame University who for all his life dreamed of being on the Notre Dame football team. Now this was, I think it was set in the 70s or 60s, I don't know, something like that. But despite his best efforts and sacrifice and endless hours of practice, he failed to make the cut to be on the team and the poor kid was just devastated, his dreams abolished. But unlike most people, this kid didn't give up on his dream. He continued to work tirelessly and at the cost of his own social life and personal joys, 
day and night. He lived and breathed that desire to be on the Notre Dame football team. And he kept training for it, no matter how many times he was rejected. And you can guess the rest. It's a Hollywood movie. It's based on a true story, though. He's finally, and towards the end of the movie, is brought on to the team. But the best part of it is that it wasn't your typical Hollywood movie where he made the team and then at the state championships, he's the one who catches the ball, makes the touchdown at the last minute, and the crowd goes wild. That's Hollywood. In fact, in this movie, he gets on the team, but he didn't play at all, despite being on the team. Because, well, he wasn't good. He was mediocre at best. I mean, everyone around him on the team outshined him. So why did he make the team? Because the coaches were so impressed at this young man's sacrifices and desire and this passionate goal of being on the team. I mean, how could they not put him there if only to sit on the bench? And that, as it turned out, was enough for him. Bench or field, he made the team. <laughs> He'd be able to tell his kids and his grandkids, I was on the Notre Dame football team in 1972, or whenever it was. But it was a great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. But our gospel today tells much the same story I believe, as Rudy, identifying Jesus in this gospel, the very heart and essence of the spiritual life. To follow Jesus as his disciple is not about success or outcome. It's only about desire. In the words of St. Mother Teresa, what Jesus wants from you and nothing else is your heart. I mean, you know, look at the disciples of Jesus. We read about them in the Holy Scripture. Men and women, he chose to be with him to do the work of his Father. I mean, he obviously, we know from reading, didn't choose them because they could make touchdowns and score points and they were excellent at what they did. <laughs> Just the opposite in many cases. They were called and chosen not for their leadership and charisma. Jesus chose them because they were willing to give their heart and lives to Jesus. And that is all he needs to accomplish great things with and through us. Not skill on our part, desire, a longing to be with Jesus in our lives. That's all he needs.
And you know, that's, I don't know, I think it's kind of hard for us in our society today because we live in a culture that, you know, lionizes results and product. You know, we lift up and we extol these, these billionaires who build rockets with their names on them. The most valued companies are those with the greatest market cap who sell more things than anyone else that we don't need. <laughs> you know, our greatest schools are those who win state championships. The ones who put the most in the basket is the best and the greatest. The bigger, the more. That's our society. But that's not what we heard in this gospel or what we see in the life of Jesus. What brought that woman to God in the gospel today was not the size of her wallet. It was the size of her heart. Everything else is secondary. I mean, it's not to say that the giving of your treasure isn't important. I mean, it is, of course. God, that's how we do what we do at the God Minute, because of your kindness and generosity. But hopefully, that giving is just a response to something much greater within here. That's where Jesus is looking. So friends, clearly the challenge today is not how can you make more money so that you can give more to the church? <laughs> it's how can I cultivate my heart and direct my actions to fall in love with Jesus more in my life? How can I want him more and let my life show it as that widow did? That's the question, I think. So let me end. For me, what does it mean this week? I've already decided. This week, I decided I'm going to do two things. Two little treasures, two little coins like that widow that I can give to the Lord that will deepen my desire and love for him. Let me tell you, first, the first coin I'm going to do this week to build the kingdom out there where I live, there's someone close to me in my life, a friend that I've known for quite a while, but I've been holding a grudge against her for the last few months. I haven't been responding to texts her emails go unanswered because she said something not long ago that really hurt me. And because of that, I've just turned my back on her. I've been shunning her. And it's not right. So this week, I'm going to bring healing to that situation. Overcome my pride and reach out to reconcile. I mean, it's not a big thing. It's pennies, really, in the basket. 
But in the larger scope of things, I think it's exactly what Jesus wants from me. That's a treasure that I can give for Jesus this week. And I'm going to do that to build his kingdom. The second coin I'm going to do to build the kingdom in here, to fertilize my faith and bring forth that desire for the Lord, I'm going to adoration this week at my favorite church. An hour I'm going to give to Jesus. And it's not always so easy because I don't have an hour oftentimes, and the church is about an hour away. But, okay, it's a small sacrifice I'm making this week, but I know it reaps great rewards. Nothing earth-shattering, nothing amazing, but something Forgiveness and healing with my friend and adoration and deep prayer for my heart. Small things, the very things that, as we found out today, captures the favor and the attention of Jesus. What are you going to do? May God's blessing be upon you, friends. Thank you for joining me. May God's favor bless you and hold you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for being here. We'll see you tomorrow.